special guest time again. We are delighted to be joined on the phone uh, this evening now uh, by Mark Burridge, who's the main commentator for the uh, Bees World Service down at Brentford Football Club. Mark, good evening. Uh, good evening. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Really looking forward to Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how we just spoke to, uh, to Alan Kern again. How are your nerves before Sunday? Uh, well, it's been quite a long time since the Swindon game, so I think there was a lot of euphoria and relief that we got through. And it seemed uh, it seemed quite a slow build-up, but uh, after quite a few days, just getting really, really keen now and uh, can't wait for Sunday like all the fans. We're uh, not sure we're going to enjoy it because we've got a job to do there. Yeah, absolutely. For the players. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, hoping it's seventh time lucky. Yeah, <laughs> quite right. Um, we were saying to Alan that the, um, and we were just saying there, myself and Tim, that uh, he's he, they've got the team already sorted out. In your mind, do you, do you think you know what the 11 people are going to be who take to the field on Sunday? Yeah, I don't, I don't have any information, but I would I would imagine that it, it could well be the team that started the game against Swindon. Um, we played probably our best football the first 45 minutes that I've seen this season. I yeah, think that was our uh, best half we've played, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we, we, we were very, very good. And uh, if we can bring that game to Wembley, I think Yeovil will have trouble staying with us. Yeah, brilliant first half, and then second half, obviously, first two minutes were fine when Donaldson raced through to make it 3-1, um, and then it was like your typical Brentford, wasn't it, putting you through the mill before actually yeah. uh, converting that final penalty? I mean, the players know it, you know, they have they just haven't coasted to a victory for a, a long, long time, and, you know, it would be uh, it would be lovely if we were 3-0 up with 20 minutes to go, and uh, maybe Kevin O'Connor, if he's on the bench, could be brought on to yeah. get his Wembley appearance, yeah. and... We could just enjoy it, but that hasn't been the Brentford way this season. No, not at all. And uh, I think all the fans have aged for about 10 years. I think I'll feel fairly comfortable if we're 3-0 up and he holds up the ball at the end of the game to say there's like one minute to go. I think now <laughs> I, might, I might possibly relax then and think, I think we're going to do it now. But even then, with Brentford, you think, well, I don't know until that final <laughs> whistle goes. I'm not well, entirely sure. We've seen everything, sure. haven't we? And, yeah. and Louis, Louis Melba, who presents the Beast Bear show, he said uh, two or three games back, you know, just when you think, he said after the Doncaster game, just when you thought you'd seen everything. And of course, we've had more drama since then. So it's very difficult to make predictions. Who knows with this Brentford team what is what is going to happen? And uh, But you sure, sure know it's going to be exciting on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mark, just tell us um, how, how you got involved with what you do then down at the ground. Because I, I was just saying to Tim off air before we started the interview, uh, I think I did a game with you about four years ago, um, Brentford versus Oldham, I think, down at Griffin Park, when, right. it, when it was the old... Um, Bees, what was it called then? Be, well, bees, it's Bees Plan now. It was Bees World. Bees World, yeah, that's time. right. Um, but you've obviously been involved for, for a long, long time. How, how did you get involved in it? Yeah, it start, started in, um, I was coming back from the playoff game against Bristol City about 1997 and saw uh, an advert to commentate to the blind supporters. Uh, it went from there. The, the, the Football League introduced the internet service to all the clubs. And um, Gary Hargraves, who was um, the... Uh, chief executive at the time uh, phoned me and I did my first away game on the internet up at Newcastle when we were in the cup and we actually took the lead up there oh, through yeah. Lloyd Correct. Of we did yeah and um, uh, that was the Craig Bellamy show when he came on and scored a hat-trick in extra time and mm. it, it's, got, it's gone from there really and we've you know had great fun we've got a great commentary team Billy does a lot of away, away games as well Billy Reeves obviously behind mm. the tune you're just playing <laughs> and uh, we've got a good team some other guys as well and we all enjoy it. We've got Natalie Sawyer with us. Um, Natalie's our lucky charm. Hasn't uh, done a ten fate, but uh, we haven't lost under when we've had Natalie working with us, and she's with us on Sunday with David Hunt. So if you can't, oh, okay. uh, yep. if you can't uh, get there, or if you're stranded somewhere and you can listen on the internet, we'd be very pleased to have you on. 
fantastic. So you, you, you must have done Wembley with the Bees then a, a couple of times. Um, well. Yeah, well, actually, we, well, just, just the once uh, yeah. when we played uh, Carlisle, but the team forgot to turn up that day. You yeah, know? yeah, quite right, quite right. <laughs> I think oh, better this time. Yeah, just saying to uh, to Mr Kernigan there on the, the previous interview, this is going to be the third playoff final that I would have seen the Bees in. Yeah. Uh, 97, obviously, defeat to Crewe and 2002, defeat to Stoke. So hoping that it's third time lucky this time round and hoping that it's third time lucky against Yeovil this season as well. Well, absolutely. They play good football. Um, they have been a bit of a bogey side to us. Um, we we actually lost the first half an hour of the game down at Hughes Park earlier this season on a very, very difficult pitch, one of the worst I've ever seen. Mm. But once the first goal went in, we, we capitulated. It was a poor performance. But if we can, uh, I firmly believe, and maybe you are of the same conviction that when this Brentford team play, there yeah. isn't anybody in the league who can no, play I... with us, apart from possibly Bournemouth at their best. But Certainly, I think we, with due respect for Yeovil, we should have too much for them. But it's Wembley, mm. it's playoff day, um, it, it's just who plays on the day. Mm. And, uh, and if we... It would just be wonderful for all the Bees fans who've been through so much this season if we could get out of the league and go to all the great new grounds next year. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, if we play like we played against Chelsea in the two FA Cup games, certainly the first game at home, if we, if we turn that sort of style on, then I don't think there's much stopping us. Absolutely, and I think Yeovil will know that if we can. Ed Upson's a great player in the midfield. I think if we can keep him quiet, and uh, there's there's some key players that uh, we all know about. You know, if Tom Adiemi, if he plays, mm, uh, yeah. Clayton Donaldson, Harry Forrester, Adam Forshaw, mm. they can be the real playmakers who can make things happen on the day. And I don't think okay, they've got Paddy Madden up front, but I don't think they've really got the quality and the strength and depth to live with us. So uh, if, if we can put in a Seven and a half to eight out of ten performance, and Yeovil can still beat us on the day. Then I'd say good luck to them. I actually think there that, that one of the players you mentioned there, Adam Forshaw. I, I, I think for me in the games that I've seen this season, and unfortunately I, I don't get to many now for, for various reasons, childcare and financial reasons and whatever. Um, I think he's been a bit of an unsung hero this season. Yeah, I don't think he's grabbed all the headlines because obviously Donaldson scores the goals and Harry Forrester's you know a box of tricks when he gets the ball. But I, I think Forshaw has been a real revelation for us this season, not just because he scored the penalty to, to get us to Wembley. But and he's been consistent all the time. He, I can't remember him having, I think only one, I can remember him having what I would call a bad game. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I would I would agree with you. He did actually win one of the message boards player of the season. Obviously, that's for man of the match voted for over time. So you're absolutely right. He has been the most consistent player of the season, according to the fans. Um, I think when he got sent off against Crawley down at their place when 1-2-1, yeah. maybe been a little bit harsh, he lost his form. But he's a youngster, of course. And yeah, you can't of expect the, the youngsters week in, week out to you know, hit, hit the form. The same thing's happened with Harry Forrester. I mean, he disappeared mm. off the radar, but he's had his injury as well. And then he was back to his best against Sheffield United. But Adam is a wonderful talent. Mm. And um, he is a man who could really turn it on on the big stage. He's got so much quality. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he popped up with a goal as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, might be worth a, a flutter of a couple of quid yeah. on, a, on a, goal, a, a goal, a goal scorer during the course of the game. I'm not going to say first or last, but just a goal scorer during yeah. the course yeah, of the game. Yeah, get a good price. Yeah, absolutely. So, what does uh, what does Sunday hold for you then, Mark? What sort of time will you be, uh, you know, sorting yourself out and getting to Wembley and bits and pieces? Um, I'm uh, picking Louis and Natalie up at uh, nine thirty, and right. um, we're uh, we're. Uh, off to the ground we can't get in until 11 but probably try and get there and uh, just walk around and savour the atmosphere and mm. you've got to have the obligatory picture and... by Bobby Moore as well 
Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, you know, we, we go, you've got to get your Facebook photos, haven't you? Exactly. You know? <laughs> so uh, we'll just enjoy the day. I mean, when when we played um, Carlisle, it was a, it was a nice experience. The, the, the press area there is, is something else, as you would expect. Yeah, of course. Um, but it, it seems more of a day out then. I mean, the playoff is the real business. It's the yeah. real deal. Yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, there'll, obviously there'll be a lot of fans who come along with their friends for the day. Um, you know, it won't hurt them quite so much if we lo- if, if we lose. I wouldn't have thought, but for a, a lot of us and, and you guys included as well, it means so much if we could, uh, you mm. know, have a, have a pop in the championship next year. Mm. We've got a great young team. We've got a wonderful backer in the shape of Matthew Benham. Really good marketing team. Great chief executive. It's all going really well to progress in the future, and and the club is going forward. So. We'd be ahead of schedule if we did go up, but um, it'd be some great new teams to play, and I think everybody's looking forward to that prospect. Yeah, there will be some great teams to play. When you, when, like you say, when you look at how the other divisions have panned out, obviously Reading coming down is a, yeah. a another sort of local rival, almost a local rivalry to to renew from sort of uh, eight nine years ago when we used to play them regularly. Yeah, uh, that other lot down in uh, Shepherd's Bush. Yeah, I can't remember their names. No, I can't remember I those. Know but the ones you yeah, mean. that's a, I'm obviously gutted for them that they got Full relegated this season. And Brighton as well. <laughs> yes, uh, now they, Brighton. They, yeah, you must the, the other day. Watford or Palace, of course. Stadium. And get to enjoy yeah. Brighton's new ground, unlike the with Dean uh, <laughs> scene of many a uh, that was an ex- ice night. <laughs> yeah, that was you an experience. your best binoculars to see the football, wasn't it? Well, I remember, I remember going down there a few years ago, and I think Alan Bennett was sent off. And the yeah. first we knew of it was when he walked past us to get to the changing rooms <laughs> because it was so misty that night it you couldn't a, actually see the other night. end. I remember that, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Fantastic. It, was, it was impossible. Where, where we were to commentate on, you couldn't see on the, the far side and uh, it was a bit of a farce. But the new stadium's totally the opposite. It's geared to football. It's, it's wonderful. Re- it's really compact as well. It has, generates a really nice atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we've got all this. It's um, It's been dangled in front of us, and uh, it would be very cruel, especially after everything that's gone, that, that the team have gone through and the late drama in most of their games and what happened against Doncaster, which was so very cruel at the end. You do feel if the footballing gods have got a heart, and I'm not going to go and question <laughs> them, but you do feel, you know, maybe just for once it could be Brentford year. It could be our and, day. Uh, it yeah, could be our day. You never know. Um, just before we finish then, Mark, because um, we need to wrap up in about five minutes yeah. anyway, um, just off the top of your head then, give us a prediction for Sunday. For prediction, with, after the last month, it's, it's been very difficult because, uh, you know, we've seen some crazy games. I would, uh, I think I'll go for a 2-0 win. 2-0, and, and, okay. And like, like yourself, that. if it goes up five minutes of added time on, in the fourth minute, we might start to do, uh, enjoy Relax ourselves. a little yeah. bit. But not yeah. until then. No, absolutely. Okay. Tim, what's your prediction? I'm, I'm going to stick my neck out. I'm going to say 3-0. Three 3-0? Nil. Three nil. it's going to be a screamer. Okay, from, <laughs> is it? From I think from Trotter, he's going to come on and he's going to score the winning goal. Rodney? Yeah, really? Rodney. Rodney's <laughs> okay. going to come on, score the winning goal. Okay. And everyone's going to go okay. absolutely mad. I'm thinking, that be I'm thinking 2-1. It would one. be good, wouldn't it? I'm thinking 2-1 and I'm thinking we're going to get the winner within the last 10 minutes. Well, it would be in keeping with, <laughs> yeah. the, with the last month, wouldn't why, it? Why the last 10 minutes? That's a bit early. Why yeah. the last, you know, two seconds? I'm thinking there'll be no goals in going into stoppage time and then it'll finish 2-1. <laughs> there'll be a goal for us, then a goal for them, and then a goal for us again. I don't care if we win 1-0 that it comes off of somebody's backside in the 89th minute and goes across the line. I really don't care if it hits someone in the face and goes in, or if it's, it's an price, own goal. Price worth paying. Whatever happens, exactly. Mark, enjoy your day on Sunday. 
Thanks, fellas, and you too. Give the really beans a shout from us, and thank you for taking the time to join us here this okay. evening. Thanks okay. very much, Mark. Cheers. Take care. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye Bye. now. There you go, Mark Burridge. He'll be commentating on the game on Sunday uh, for the Bees player service. If you can't get to the game, make sure you can tune into the internet and you can hear that probably from about one o'clock-ish, I suppose, on Sunday. Yes, they'll be building up. With from, the game kicking from, off at one thirty. From half 12. They'll half be 12. Up. And if you have not got a ticket, you can pay on the day. There will be turnstiles open on the day. So if you do want to go to Wembley and watch the best football club you will ever see play football in the history of ever, you may do. Fantastic. Hi, I'm John Wadlow. And I'm Hannah Newton. We're chairman and secretary from Woking Town Football Club. And you're listening to Surrey Sportsnet on Brooklyn's Radio. Brooklyn's Radio.